You changed up the intro. <laughs> As him, we just do it. it. <laughs> we we had, had plenty of time to do this the past couple of days, but we just decided not to. Uncertain. Very uncertain. Pretty much the same. Yeah, there's absolutely zero juice. Yeah. I feel like I feel like this game should be bigger than it kind of is. Yeah, it technically is. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> what, what you don't like the signs? signs? Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't you remember, remember Paul Feinbaum coming out of the orange coffin? That's what that is. Marty and McGee are here. Oh my gosh. Not, not one twelfth of the Barstool Boys. Is that correct? A couple of them are here, I think. I don't know. Why? <laughs> no, the environment is pretty quiet. Nobody's. They tried to gin up something with Gary Danielson to get us a little going. That didn't hit. Okay, we're checkering the stadium. Cool. I always like that. But apart from that, no, nobody's. Not really. Well, it's. It's really a shame AM lost to Bama and that they're AM. It's just kind of hard to get up for them. We've played them. Have they been in the league? This is what, like their 10th year or something? Yes. And this is the time three. Us. Yeah, but the last time was like the last game of the COVID season, which doesn't really count. So. And, and if, if I remember, remember reminding you from the last podcast, we were rooting for Texas AM. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Oh, gosh. Code <laughs> black to the fullest. So is this the one from the COVID season where there are no fans? I mean, every time they do the yell practice, it's very awkward and... Uh, it, it's, you're not baptized into the faith. It's weird to us, but it's what they do, and it's different than everyone else. So, yeah, I can't pretend to understand it or even like it, but it's it's unique. I'll give them that. Yeah, I think for me, it's, I get that what you're saying, Chris, it's like, we would think it's cool and unique if we were in it, but since we're not, we think it's awkward. I get that. But also, I think if they go a little too far on the end where they're like, hey, we're not cheerleaders, we're yell leaders or whatever, and it's just like, I get that you guys don't have like female cheerleaders, but come on now, you're cheerleaders. They, a lot of it's like, I don't think so. No, it's, that's the whole thing is they're, they're, they're like, 
They said we don't have cheerleaders or like yell instructors or something. They try to make it more military. Yeah, it's like a legitimate like practice on Friday nights that they do before games. Go. Yeah, it's a lot. It's too over. Some a couple of things are okay. Like I don't know. I don't remember exactly what all they do. Like they hiss or something. Like whatever. But the yeah. whole whatever they do is ridiculous. They're very coordinated. I mean, I, I, re- I I'd rather, rather sit and watch, watch that and then have, have some Georgia pain come and bark at me. At me. I don't know if that's considered a school tradition. That's, that's just, just a symptom of a disease. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess I, I, I don't know <laughs> what you would call that. <laughs> I mean, everything that I've read or listened to literally repeats the exact same talking points about the game. And it's gotten very old to this point, which is like, oh, their defensive line's really good. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Yeah, that's the one thing that stuck out to me when I was listening to a few different shows. Uh, like, they were just like, there one, one in particular interviewing uh, a and writer, and they were like, do you think you know Tennessee's been running the ball really, really well all season? Do you think Tennessee's going to continue to run the ball very well versus a and And the guy was like, oh, no way. Like, a and defensive lines and stuff to run completely. And I'm just like... Okay. I mean, maybe. I I don't know. I'm, it's yeah. essentially the same team when you look at, like, their D-line is good, our D-line is good. Their quarterback is not great, our quarterback is not great. They don't have any playmakers, we don't have any playmakers. Their punt returner is great, and so is ours. Uh, the one thing that I saw that was different from any other was someone said that Tennessee's offensive line has been fantastic. And that will open up holes in this vaunted Texas A&M defense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Hadden, his problem is he just had, like, a couple all-time bad plays. Yeah. You remember. And our offensive line, I feel like we've completely schemed around, at least yeah. until the South Carolina game. Here's the thing, too, I, I think that I have to keep reminding myself, and I did hear somebody say this a few weeks ago, where, like, if you were just to take – Kamal has performance within the whistles. We don't have that big of an issue with him. It's all that like yeah, just between the whistles when he's actually playing a down of football, he has a couple bad pass interferences, but that's about it. Our main issue of like is the stuff he does after the play is over. And the 
literally made a video that I can't get out of my head. I tried to attack you. I will never forget that as long as I live. But yeah, you know, me quite as. Has anyone hit like a bomb pass on us this year? I don't really remember. We've given up a few runs, but. No, I can't. Uh-huh. I think the longest I remember is that South Carolina, Carolina running play, play, right? The 75 yard touchdown. touchdown run. Oh, yeah. 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 But that's, that's wrong, though. I mean, that. Yeah, it's a four to one where we didn't tackle almost 60 something yards, I think, but. Everyone's pretty much nickel and dime on us. I don't know. Are we better on third down this year? Not no. on defense. I don't know. Not on offense for sure, but yeah, defensively, are we getting off of the field? Uh, there was a. Maybe I feel like either Virginia or Austin P. We were awful, but Virginia, hundred percent. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying, trying to, to sit, sit here and think. think. I remember years, years past, it was where I was man, getting very frustrated over them converting frustrating third downs to the other team. team. I, don't I don't remember that really this year. Uh, anyway, yeah. Texas A&M. What? I did not. Yes, I did. We should have gone. You want, you want to take, take the show, show on the road? I'll <laughs> uh, catch an Uber a little more, and I'll see you guys there. <laughs> They're going to bring a lot of people. I haven't been in Knoxville all week, so I haven't seen, but I would imagine that there's a fair amount of them that traveled. This is their first real chance to see this place. Dave Ramsey loves hiring A&M grads. Why? I, I, I just know, know a lot of people, people that were Rams 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 that are A and M grads. You know a lot. They just don't like debt. Is that their thing? I am. I'm, I'm, I'm really mad. I think in the, in the past, past year or two, when I've done, done conferences and stuff like that, that and, and I'm like, hey, hey where, where you from? from? And they're like, Nashville. Nashville where where Dave Ramsey? Ramsey? Oh, that's cool. Where you go to college? Oh, A and M. It's like seven people. Well, that's weird. Why do you think? Why do you think so? They're extremely nice. Yeah, Junction, Junction boys. And even more incredible that they went like what two and eight that year. I think, I think one, one here, 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 here's one thing, thing that I'm, I'm thinking about right now. It's like, like why are they weird? Here's this thing to pop on my head. It's like, and I heard, I heard somebody, somebody a while back, back go, it's like, like rank. rank 
Texas, 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 Texas teams, teams in your head. head. Like, like, is, is Texas, Texas a name like, 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 Baylor had a nice run for, what, five years? Texas A&M Texas is a consistently eight to nine win type football team. There's some variation there, but yeah. Plus, they're a little bit ahead of Texas Tech, for sure. Texas Tech was pretty good under Mike Leach, otherwise they had No, no, you're you're talking about about Dennis Dennis Franciani. It It was. was. There There you go. go. Almost Almost forgot forgot that. that. Not Not Kevin Kevin Sumlin, right? God, I forgot all about Kevin Sumlin. Franciani. Yeah. All right. We'll get, get the weeds. weeds. <laughs> yeah. Name, Name the players. Let's make sure we wait for that 20 seconds. Man in torpedoes. We don't, we don't know anything, anything about Texas A&M because, because we don't, don't play them. We don't, don't have any feelings about them because we don't, don't play them. them. We don't wow. know. I don't disagree, but they're a good football team. I will submit there's one thing I do know about Texas A&M. That is their head coach is Jimbo Fisher. And he is just not a good football coach. So that is the that is the one thing that's making me feel pretty good about the game. Why? I mean, we're very charitable. We're very very charitable. I just have we been charitable at home lately? Uh, Lane Kiffin was the last one. Yeah, but that was no, no loss since, since the letters came back. Yes. Yes. Well, well, not to give any credit, he was going to put letters up, but it was going to be the white ones from the orange from like the old ugly jumbotron from like the early 2000s until until i tweeted him that they needed to be orange orange background i immediately bristled when i saw that there was going to be two sets but now i love them yes the stadium looks amazing with symmetry yes i agree well now Aesthetic. 
Like, my head says, like, probably 70-30, but my heart says it's a coin flip. I'm feeling like 55% chance to win. Like, when I think about the players on the field, I do not feel good. But then I think about Jimbo, and I just, he was so bad in that Alabama game. I just, at home, I think on the road, they're going to completely choke. So I don't know what. Something like that. Now, here's, a, here's one thing I do like to ask since we don't really know where it's leaning. Is a blowout better for us? Or a close, do we, are we rooting for a close game? Do we have a better chance in a close game or a blowout? Well, we have a better chance if we blow them out. Well, no, I'm say saying like, if it's a blowout, are they blowing us out or are we blowing them out? I don't think. I, I, I just don't know if there's. I think if it's a blowout, it's them. You think they're winning? I think a blowout is A&M. And his kicker missed. Kick missed. That, I mean, Will, I, I feel pretty comfortable that we're going to come out the first couple of drives and score because Hopple's had two weeks to script tons of plays. Yeah. What do they do? Yeah. Sorry. So what do they do well on offense? I don't hear much about their running game, and their quarterback is not great. I think they have maybe a good wide receiver or two, but like I just don't feel like they're gonna have the firepower to blow us out. Wait, he's skipping my he's his name's skipping my head, but the punt returner and running back is really really good. Ananias Smith. Yeah, I think if if he doesn't have like a Trey Burton day, I think we're fine. My head keeps going back to the Florida game. I think I it South Carolina was not really a good thing to hang your hat on and say, okay, we really turned a corner. I just had this suspicion that even with the crowd being what it is and the environment and Jimbo's record and their quarterback and whatever, I still have a pretty good suspicion that they're going to be at least Florida-level physical, if not more so, and they're going to... I I still think it's easier to stop runs than throws. And I think that they're going to be pretty effective at stopping our run game forcing Joe Bilton to make throws and, you know, but Hey, that's what worked for Alabama, but they, we don't have a Tremaine Burton, whatever his name is, guy that hits girls. Uh, oh, now come on. That guy is not even that good. He's and not that good, but he's, he's more than what we've got right now. Well, we've had players flat. I mean, Keaton, I, I would put Ramel Keaton is as good as Jermaine Burton. I would like to see it. I mean, this year. Um, but it, but it, your problem is is getting the ball to him and protecting Joe to, for him to have the time to get the ball to them. And their their line is going to be 
I mean, they lead the they lead the league in sacks. They lead the league in pressures. They're they're, they're get, very very good. They're going to slow down our run game, and I'm sure they're going to get their fair share of pressure. But I actually don't feel that bad about our offensive line. Well, more so now than before. Yeah, that's why I, I'm going to have a little caveat to the Florida comparison. I think Cooper makes that much difference. Kind of referring back to what happened in South Carolina, what's our concern level about this being really the first full game plan without Tillman and our like very light wide receivers and unproven wide receivers? Tillman's been gone for a year, man. Uh, who? <laughs> no, I mean, uh, not Tillman. Uh, you know who I'm talking about. Broom boy. Broom boy. Broom boy. Broom. Uh, what are they putting that? Nimrod or Webb? Fair. I, yeah. I don't. I probably don't have any reason to feel confident, but like, I just think about when Tillman went down last year. We kind of just got better. I don't. Yeah, with a Heisman Trophy type quarterback. Yes. The dominant. We're we're handcuffed by Milton can do. No, I don't. I don't disagree. Yeah, no, we we've just been missing the dominant play from last year, where you had the two receivers stacked on this in the splits. Far, far, far to the sideline, and then one would, yeah, they they run, begin their route. The ball would come out quickly to him. He would, the other receiver would make some kind of block, or the guy catching the ball would make some kind of juke and then get another eight to ten yards. That was the main difference besides the deep ball and how we passed the ball last year. Plus, we're not really doing anything ever over the middle. No pop passes, no slants, no nothing. Uh, I guess I, I would. We I would say Florida was the but. <laughs> well, no, I think the outcome there was the defense mailing it in for the second quarter, but. Uh, that's kind of hard to argue. Um, one thing I am concerned about, though, is like, and again, it might have been just South Carolina or. Uh, Drew McCoy going down or whatever, but Milton threw some balls up for grabs. You know, he probably could have had one or no, two. The day the Joe doesn't throw yeah. picks is over. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, I think he's going to be good. As we get into this gauntlet kind of stretch, I think he's going to be good for a turnover or two. Yeah, I never, I never really bought into that because they were like, "Oh, he's not throwing a pick in nine years." It's like he never played. You know, like he got it for like a series, like three times a year for nine years. Caleb, you're conspicuously silent. I just think he. I mean, 
I think y'all have a little too high expectations. Most quarterbacks do throw some picks. Hendon Hooker was the exception. All right. When are we at those talking points? We're just not enough to withstand turnovers. That is not true at all. We will turn the ball over twice against South Carolina. South Carolina sucks. We've played a create the cream puff schedule to this point. Caleb DBS pretty mad right now. Uh, Texas Team. Sander won the turnover batter, battle four to one against Alabama and lost. Texas Sander. Yeah, they held Alabama to twenty three rushing yards and lost. Caleb, aka Cinco DDS. Stat man. <laughs> okay, I didn't know that. So yeah, we can turn the ball over at will, and we're gonna win. Did we? Did they sack Milrow a bunch? Hop it, eggs. What? Hop it, eggs. One, two, um. I do think more and more. I think about if we, if we can, can run, run the ball, we're going to win. If they really have a really off, awesome defensive line and we just can't run, we might be in, have an issue. Our predictions are all over the place. We, are, we really don't have any idea. Just the eye test. Can we please call out the teachers of Powell High School for not delivering Walter Nolan to the walls really quick? <laughs> all of them as a, like a group. Shame on you. But didn't he transfer here to become a ball and then he did not It's like it was like But didn't he come to like pal because like we gave somebody in his family kind of a job somewhere on the team. No, it's not important. Yes, it's embarrassing that he's on the other side, and yes, he will be he will be trouble tomorrow. Uh, Any y'all go to the game? I'm going to the game. What section are you in? White or orange? That's personal information there. Uh, uh, well, I'm asking it anyway. Orange or white? You know, it's different than it was last year. They split the sections. Yeah, they did, because in the, the pride in their section looks white. So you had a white section and a white section right next to the pride. So it. <laughs> Well, we had a three-year gap for Jeremy. But... Oh, no, man, we still, we got, we still got the orange out. What's wrong with the gimmicks, Matt? 
I hate that argument so much. It looked terrible. Black looked great. What, what year would you have frozen time at and stopped the stop new traditions? I had a funny joke in my head, but I'll keep it. <laughs> so you wanted the big numerals with the black? Big. <laughs> you have a four-letter last name, the letters are like. Andre Locke. <laughs> Andre Locke. Yeah. You could be still joke every once in a while, Matt. I remember 2001 Georgia should have won it. Any rebuttal? I think Matt might have won. No, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just over. It's kind of a weak argument. I think, I think you do care. Care. And, ladies and ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen that's, that's been, been an ad from Newsmax, Newsmax and Fox News. Fox News. Um. <laughs> 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 Kyle, you seemed like you had a rebuttal. Nah, it's just, it's just a, a weak and overplayed argument. You know, I've heard, heard my great grandparents say it a lot. Oh, Addy. You didn't sit and stew over it, did you? All right, do you think? I'm just interested in the group's uh, answer on this. We all know that Gary Danielson sucks because he doesn't believe in momentum. And I believe in momentum is dumb. <sighs> what about his new thing? Where he, he says, says there's not a difference in noise between 80,000 people and 100,000 people. This is ridiculous. I mean, there's a difference between 100,000 people one week to the next. So, What's the difference between $80,000 and $100,000? Yeah. Now, I've been to a lot of SEC stadiums playing good opponents where their crowds were tilted. And Auburn's an incredibly loud place. South Carolina is an incredibly loud place, mostly because it's built in like a basement kind of stadium, but uh, in a fairground. Uh, yeah, Vandy is not a loud place. <laughs> Kentucky is not particularly loud. Alabama is loud. Georgia is loud. But I've only ever been in one stadium where I actually got like pure white noise. Like it, it literally the sound just clicked out of my ears like static. And I couldn't hear anything. It was the 2006 Cal game. 
Never experienced that anywhere else, only in the Neyland Stadium. That's my my subjective standard. Yeah. And Swamp is loud. Swamp is pretty daggum loud. I'm sure Tiger Stadium is loud. Real loud. Uh, yeah. yeah. I can longer can get any more loud and he was saying at 80,000 people it's as loud as it's going to get so it doesn't matter if you add 100 or 110 or whatever because at 80,000 noise is think, loud as it's going to get I mean I think he what he was trying to say was at 80,000 you can't hear the quarterback anyway so yes but sure. he was so inarticulate and he's wrong it does get louder but I think his point was you can't yes, hear he anyway from the perspective of a football player on the field. He wasn't saying that there's nothing, that sound can only go up to 100 decibels and there's nothing louder. No matter how many you crowd. I think he was saying there's no advantage to it being louder because if you can't hear, you can't hear. But he said it. Well, I mean, the guy doesn't believe in momentum. I know, he's an idiot. That is the most ridiculous thing in the world. Well, the the worst thing was... uh, when a was it the A&M Bama game, A&M was about to score a touchdown, uh, and I needed to, I don't know what the scenario was, but he's like, it's like third down, and he's trying to get them to kick a field goal so that they can hurry up and get to the onside kick, but there's still two minutes left. It was like <laughs> the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And I hate that he still refers and gets tickled by, well, this is what uh, Derek Dooley used to call the gray zone because you're not really sure if you want to punt or kick or go for it, and it's that gray area. I'm like, bro, that was 12 years ago. <laughs> I haven't forgotten it. I think Danielson is just fine. I think he's a, I think in the moment he is a good color commentator. I mean, he's, not, he's not as bad as Vern was. but Vern was amazing, Kyle. What are you talking about? Vern lasted about how long was he on the air? 55 years? He was on for 50 years too long. Jesus. Yeah. Talk about your tradition, Matt. <laughs> that was a good tradition. That yeah. was a very good tradition. I think the only thing about CBS I will miss is the theme, but other than that, yeah, whatever. We'll get your Big Ten games. I like I do say I like their camera work and their like camera filter better. I'm not a fan of like how it's ABC like filters their camera. Back in the day, ABC used to be the broadcast that made the game feel bigger than it actually was. They don't do that anymore. ESPN has just kind of ESPNified it and whatever. CBS does a really good job of making the game seem grand. Like this game, with when you from the beginning of the broadcast with the music till the very end it will seem a much, much larger game than what it actually is, in fact. So that's the thing I will miss, because I don't get the sense that the old Brett Musburger ABC Saturday Night College Football mystique is going to come back with Disney, ESPN, ABC next year. 
That is, yeah. CBS is, CBS is actually special. I'm going to miss it a lot. What if ESPN gives Sean McDonough the SEC game of the week? Game changer. Uh, completely. <laughs> Real life. I can't do his voice, but it's just, oh! Awesome. <laughs> Come all heading down the sideline. <laughs> I can't do the squeak, though. I can't. I, his vocal fry is incredible. <laughs> he's wonderful. He's the best ESPN's got. And he's more or less the voice of, of 1998 besides John Ward to me. He narrated all those CBS games that were big. Love that guy. Nobody remembers that, do you? You don't remember Sean McDonough, do you? What? I remember. No, from the Arkansas game for sure. And Florida. Kyle's just focused on either Seinfeld or the 24-21 Memphis game. What are you watching, Kyle? Tulane Memphis. Okay. Football going. I mean, I just kind of checked out when you started talking about announcers. Who cares? Um. Yeah. Who are you guys watching? Tulane, Memphis? Yeah. How are you really, really one, one of those, those fans that thinks, thinks it's just, just about, about the players on the field? field? No, I mean, I just Brother. don't. I mean, I don't like particularly love announcers. I do. There's some dudes I don't like. But the good ones, it's like, if they're good, I just don't. I, I don't recognize them. I only recognize bad. Wow. Shout out to assistant Memphis Tigers wide receiver coach Justin Hunter. No. Yeah. yeah. Had you know, had did, did you, you know that, that beforehand? beforehand? Yeah, follow him on Twitter. I heard it like Man. last week. I heard it a couple weeks ago too, and I'm like, that's interesting. Yeah, see that that there, Kyle. That is a thing that would simply just I I only notice certain things. Would never have noticed that. Do not follow our players, former or current, on any medium. Yeah, I don't think I do either. Yeah, Chelsea's going to Chelsea just take her notes right now. <laughs> Too much plot. Oh. Now this is what this is what we do at the Good Old Rocky Pod. So <laughs> we're forty minutes in, so it's time to start. Ooh. Yeah, let's uh, let's. <laughs> This well, is let's get our yes, no. Well, it's about time for Matt to say, well, is there anything else? Our yes, our yes, no, Texas A&M win question. Kyle, are we winning? Say what? Are we winning tomorrow? Uh, yes. Caleb? No. Chris? No. Matt? No. Um, y'all put me in a pickle here. We're wearing orange and white. We're checkering Neyland. It's 3.30. What's the weather going to be like? Beautiful. 70. Chance of eclipse. Okay, 70. Milton's from Florida. I don't know if 70 is going to be warm enough. But I'm going to go yes. Okay. We're split? We're split. Just like our chances. How are we going to win, Matt? Perfect. Look at us. Look at us. How are we going to win? Yeah, what's it going to look like? Um, 
Our defense yes. plays incredible. Our offense mm-hmm. clicks, and we win 49-21. to 21. 49. <laughs> God. Uh, that's you a ugly score, up. though. I don't like that score. You know, I'm yeah, a fan I, of pretty scores. Yeah, we're going to have a field goal in there. 48 to 20 would be the prettiest score for me, I guess. That's a nice score. Uh, it's not my favorite, but that's close enough. Anything that starts with a four is beautiful. Yeah. No, I prefer the fives, to be honest. It's not a 56. That's overdone. Mm. 52. Oh, 52 is... Mm, 52-17 is top three greatest scores of all time. Uh, 52-49 is up there, but... <laughs> <laughs> Can't recall any of those off the top of my head. All right, you guys ready to play a round of Guess That Player? Yeah, let's do it quickly. <laughs> All right, 1998, Tennessee versus Alabama. What? Can we... What do you mean, what? Why are we doing an Alabama game? Well, we didn't play Texas A&M in 1998. Okay, I'll find it. Okay. This player had 13 attempts rushing for 41 yards and two touchdowns. In 98 for Tennessee? Yeah. Sean Bryson. Okay. All right, guys, guess. Somebody guess. <laughs> Travis Stevens. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That would be T. Martin. Woo! Yeah. All right, let's play that again next week. We didn't play A&M in 02. It was 04. 04, that's right. Yeah. Let's get one from here real quick. Um, you remember the guy that played, he's, he's probably, probably had the best performance of any college football player ever until he lost the game. Alvin Kamara. Well, if you take out the fumbles, then yes. But, yeah. Also, man, that game would have been an all-time great game because that's the same game where we threw a almost pick six or scoop and score or something and we... It, it was the... Uh, didn't we have the touchback thing where he punched it out? Yeah. That's what he's talking about. Yeah. Um, right. I just remember, like, all of Alvin Kamara's runs were just amazing visual plays. Yes. 100%. Like, he didn't have just, like, an average-looking run. They were just all, like, superhero-looking runs. Chris, Did I remember he? you and I stepped outside at the start of that last overtime. Yeah, oh, we got a chance, we got a chance. And then you got your radio Same. on in the Tahoe, and Bob's like, no, oh, and it's intercepted. Like, what? <laughs> what? I'll say. Not like this. The immediate post-game experience at A&M made me hate their fans because they were going out of their way to be nice to us. And it just made me feel terrible. I hated it. Oh, you guys going to beat Alabama for us next week? <laughs> Y'all heard that Jonah Manziel feller? <laughs> Got his head on pretty straight. <laughs> Pass it back, eggs. What a bunch of losers. Let's get... 
What a bunch of actual losers. What are they doing? They Okay. The only thing that blew my mind in this episode is that they do not have female cheerleaders. <laughs> Why does that bother you? They're yell leaders. It's by the way. not normal. Yeah, your yell leaders are wearing overalls with street signs taped to their freaking chest. Like, what the hell? <laughs> What are you all doing? <laughs> Who are some famous Texas A&M alumni? Bear Roberts. Hey, Justin. Robert Gates. Robert Gates. I mean, they're they're so weird. All right, let's. T Boone Pickens. What? Yeah. Business grad in uh, 51. Huh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, here we go. Criminal activity. Eduardo Castro Wright, former vice chairman of Walmart stores, key figure in the U.S. government's probe into Walmart Mexican bribery allegations. Right now, oh. please. Man. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> weird. Space. They are weird. Oh, oh Antoine, Antoine Space. Space. Thank, Thank you. God. Was that, that basketball player that always hit a three against us? Ball speeder from like half court. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. They have been an annoying little basketball team. They've been nothing, nothing but an annoyance since, since they've been in the league. league. How are they in baseball? Uh, uh, did we sweep them this year? Didn't their coach tell Jimbo to, like, dance on the checkerboard or something? I saw that earlier this week. They got Schlossnagel now. They made made the World Series, like, two years ago, I think. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Did they make two of the last three years? I can't remember what. Very good. All right. Closing thoughts, gentlemen. No, No, you're right. We We need to beat these guys. This is... It, it would, would be, be embarrassing, embarrassing to lose to them at home. It would, it would pretty, pretty much turn the whole rest of the season into a kind of a, uh, okay. You want to say, say there's no juice this week, but um, yeah, the rest of the year is just going to kind of be a... You still have Tell them all about it, Chris. <laughs> Freaking losers, man. <laughs> <laughs> cheerleaders <laughs> what tradition is sacred anymore oh my god Caleb is he uh, gonna make it out of Neyland uh, I don't know well, I predicted that we were gonna lose that's more of an emotional hedge my closing my closing thought is just uh, balls hates eggs balls hate eggs <laughs> Uh, Kyle, closing thoughts. See you tomorrow. Tomorrow? Oh, are we acting like it's today? No, it's still tomorrow. Okay. Well, folks, the sun will come up tomorrow on a Texas ag and tell them that they're weird and go Vols and 
That's all we got for you this week. Goodbye.